All right, everybody, welcome back to episode nine of Let's Get To It. I'm Sarah. My name's Mujib. And we are going to tackle the topic of self-care today. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite topics in the world is how to take better care of myself. Yeah, and we're going to go down some very interesting pathways today as we navigate this pretty large topic, actually. So uh, I think it, it will be pretty revelatory for the two of us and hopefully those of you listening. And, you know, as always, we hope that this is a conversation starter for you guys uh, to take to, you know, the folks that you surround yourself with or your partner, spouses, family members and friends. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so in thinking about self-care, there's obviously a lot of different ways that we can go about talking about it. Right. There can be the basic. Um, do you make sure that you get enough sleep and eat the right foods? Uh, it could go all the way to are you taking the time to gift yourself with things? You know, do you take yourself out to a nice place for a walk or do you buy yourself that nice tasty dish that you really want? Right. Um, so that's how I think about self-care is like it's very multifaceted. It can be everything from what I do in my work day to what I do in my day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even, you know, defining the concept, you know, what is self-care and it's going to look really different for for folks. Um, I mean, certainly I think your version of self-care is going to be really different from mine. So, you know, we can even just start there. You know, what is what is a self-care day look like or a self-care right. ritual look like for you, Mujib? Right, right. Um, well, I just came out of an environment where I had access to a, an infrared sauna, right? Mm. And so it was like in my living space, you know. So for me, that was kind of like my my ultimate, my penultimate of self-care, right? So I wake up early in the morning. I love to wake up early in the morning because it gives me enough space and time to have where I'm just, there's not a lot to do. There's no obligations to anybody else in that moment. My family's asleep. I can just kind of like drink my coffee, write my journal. And in this case, actually sauna as well. So mm-hmm. I would wake up i turn the sauna on while my coffee was running, um, get myself a half gallon of water and start drinking that water. Once the sauna's on, and then I'm in the sauna. Sauna for about half an hour, 40 minutes, doing a lot of like lymphatic massage, a lot of like personal self-care in that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just taking the time to breathe and let the heat come through and sweat myself out, do some of the exercises that I do when my body gets warm, um, and then drink water. Mm-hmm. And then I'm coming out of that situation, I'm hydrated, I'm feeling like like I'm kind of reveling in my situation. I'm feeling very grateful also that I have access to this thing, this time that I'm taking to do this thing. Um, And then I get into my work and I love my work. So it also gives me an opportunity to kind of like work on something that is a little bit more specific to my passions than it is just like a task at hand. So maybe in that time I'm going to write a little bit or maybe in that time I'm going to edit a video or create something or Mm -hmm. edit these podcasts Mm -hmm. in that time period. Um, And then the food that I eat, the coffee that I drink, the water that I take in, the way that I take it in, the time that I spend preparing my food, like all of those things are very much self-care rituals for Mm -hmm. me. Even taking the time to spend with my family, like the extra 20 minutes that I spend once they wake up to really like bask in their presence, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's self-care for me, Mm -hmm. let alone any sort of like actual intimate interaction with my wife and I, or even if it's just like me taking the time to like hold my son and carry him around and play with him a little bit more, take him for a walk. Um, Those to me are all self-care practices as well. Um, When we get into like 
going for a sauna weekend or going to a beautiful place or having a fire or something like that. Like those, I think, are some of the more external versions Mm -hmm. of self-care that I'll take myself through. But I think largely my self-care practices are really um, integrated into my day to day by realizing that it's my body. I'm trying to please myself, Mm -hmm. whether it's with the food that I'm taking or whether it's the actions that I'm going through. My self-care is very much about my self-pleasure, and that itself kind of permeates into the rest of my existence. Like, am I pleased with this moment, and can I cultivate this moment so that it gives me even more pleasure mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. day-to-day? Mm-hmm. That, to me, is self-care, for mm. sure. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really cool way to look at it, you know, something that you derive pleasure from. And, you know, it sounds to me, too, that something is restorative Mm -hmm. to you and sort of allows you to regenerate if you will you know and it gives you a kind of when I think of self-care I think of something that can like refuel the tank Mm -hmm. or fill up the cup um, so that you have sort of these energy stores and and you know and, and like you said you can sit and then go into creative mode because you've allowed yourself that like regenerative period Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of how I think about it and why you know I've I've always been really bad at self-care, <laughs> oh. um, which I was actually really looking forward to the topic today because I, and maybe folks listening can identify with this, I'm definitely one of those personalities that is an expert at burning candles at both ends mm-hmm. um, and almost like going, going, going until we're so burned out that the only option is like to crash and kind of restore like re- regenerate and it's something that um I've really tried to become better about but it is a sk- I think self-care is a skill mm-hmm. I think it's connected to self-worthiness I think it's connected to a notion of a Protestant American work ethic that just says you must produce 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 be productive be productive on this path towards whatever achievement um which I've been very sucked into for a really long time so when I look back at my weekend I actually think I I check off a few boxes like self-care boxes Mm. which I'm pretty proud of um one of those things was I booked a salon a hair appointment and I bleached my hair again and Mm -hmm. for me that's that's sort of a self-care thing that's um tending to my appearance and sort of my power Mm. um and feeling like I derive a lot of self-worth and my power from how I wear my hair, which we've talked about in previous episodes, so check that out. Um, And on Sunday, I went for a hike, an awesome hike with my partner, and that just felt so good to be out in nature and and moving, and and while we were exerting, it just felt really good to just be outside. Um, And we ended up going with another couple, so that just felt really good to have that kind of engagement with other human beings. Um, so that felt nice. And then yesterday, I actually, cleaning for me is a self-care mm. ritual, which who knows, maybe some other folks will identify with. Some people may say, wow, that sounds terrible. But um, <laughs> I'm of a species, I, I actually need, I need a lot of change in my life. Mm. Um, and I've, I've recognized that I, I do well to sort of constantly shift and one of the ways that I um, do that is I'm constantly rearranging. I love rearranging rooms. <laughs> Those of you. Mom, are you listening? Um, 
I was a kid that was constantly, you know, you, if you're lucky enough to have your own bedroom growing up, and I was, I was kind of, not to negate my brother, but my brother's 12 years older than me, so I kind of had the place to myself for quite a while. Um, so I had my own bedroom, and I, every few months or so, I would rearrange my bedroom. You know, what, probably 200 square feet? I don't even know if it was that big. Um, and that was something I really loved, and I took, like, it was self-care. I don't know. It was very calming and soothing to, to just rearrange my environment. Um, and I, you know, going to be 37 in a couple months, and I still sort of need that. It's really important. So um, my partner never knows when I'm going to do it, <laughs> which is part of the fun for me. Um, but yesterday was a day that I just I had to clean out, and I don't know if it also had to do with the fall, the autumnal equinox, which is today, a couple of hours ago. Um, and I was just kind of feeling this need to kind of purge the house, clean, rearrange, and that just was so like a mental gift to myself, almost like this cleanse that was kind of from head to toe, even just personally. So it felt so good just to to clean out and rearrange. And um, yeah, I just felt so much better after mm -hmm. that. So yeah, cleaning for me, cleaning and rearranging is this, I don't know, form of like taking care of myself and just getting some clarity and and being kind of without noise and clutter and just having things organized, like mm -hmm, made mm -hmm. for a much better evening. <laughs> right, right. Um, I love it. It really makes me think of like, at least in, and we could talk about how this bleeds into the hike as well, but at least in the sense of taking the time to get hair done and rearranging, you know, for me with everything that I just mentioned, it's all about knowing what I like. You yeah. know, it's about taking the time to ask myself, what do I want in this moment? And then providing mm -hmm. myself with that. And with getting your hair done, it's just that. It's you saying, like, what style do I want today? Let me get that for myself. With rearranging, it's the same thing. It's like you looking, assessing a situation and saying, what do I want this to be like mm -hmm. now going forward? And then readjusting. So for me, that that is the pivotal piece of my own healthy self-care regimen is knowing what it is that I like mm. and doing those things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that takes exploring, self-exploration. Yeah. How, how do I feel about this thing or that thing? And mm -hmm. how can I get myself, no, I'm excited about this thing. Let me see if I can explore it a little bit and find out that I love it. You know, maybe mm -hmm. a, it could be anything for somebody else. It could be riding horses or something like that, you know. Um, but the ability to stop and to say, let me look at myself, let me see what I need, and then let me provide myself with what I need, mm. you know? Mm. Some people will ask me oftentimes, like, you know, if I tell you, like, I'm going to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going to be in the sauna from 4.45 until 5.45. So for somebody else, they're like, well, that sounds crazy. Why don't you just sleep, you know? Right, right. But for me, the sleeping in that situation isn't giving me what I need. It's not feeding my soul. Mm -hmm. Like my sleeping, mm -hmm. sure, like, you know, don't get me wrong. Anybody who's ever been around me or near me when I sleep, like I sleep as soon as I hit the bed. I don't have a hard time falling yeah. asleep. Same. I could lay down right now and fall asleep in the corner right here. Same. And I'm, and I'm not <laughs> exhausted, you know. It's just that I value comfort. Mm -hmm. I value my ability to slow down. Mm -hmm. I value my ability to find a safe place and, and be there restfully. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I also value pushing my own personal self and my personal growth and my personal expression. And I value it enough to carve myself out time to do that, even if that time is from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that's valuable. It's valuable for me to spend that two hours in the morning doing that. And sure, sleeping is obviously valuable, but I say it oftentimes, it's like, I'm, I'm, the way my mind works is that I would rather express myself in reality than try to live in my dreams. So I might have a beautiful dream. It might be the best, coolest party happening in the world with the famous people and all my family. It's a dream. Yeah. Me waking up in the morning and going to what's going to allow me to get that thing, mm-hmm. that's what I get drawn mm-hmm. by. That's, mm-hmm. that's where my passion comes in. And for me, if I see that I want that dream, then it's my self-care to get myself up and to pursue it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. So I, I know we've mentioned this a couple of times. So Mujib and I were both born in 1983. So, but he's almost a year older than me because you're a January baby mm-hmm. and I'm a December baby. So I'm about to be 37. He's lived this whole year as a 37 year old. <laughs> just, um, just adding that. And so what I see kind of between the two of us is, wow, you are, you seem much more highly evolved in terms of the self care thing. Like you've got it. And I and what I'm interested to know is, obviously, well, maybe not so obviously, maybe. Maybe you woke up like this, like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point did you really hone this skill or learn it? Because, right. you know, at some point, maybe you weren't doing the 4 a.m. sauna. Right, so I right, would just right, love right. to know. I mean, just so maybe I can gauge how far behind I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point did you really, were you making those choices? Because for me, it's really at this stage in the game, like I'm still learning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think when I stopped being... I guess the best way to put it is like this. When I stopped prioritizing anybody else's desires in those time periods where I needed to care for myself, right? Mm-hmm. So here's a great example. Like, I'm sure that my wife would love it if I was spooning her or sharing the warmth in the, in the bed or, you know, giving my space in the bed to, to be warm and, and cozy and everything mm-hmm. like that every morning. Um, I'm going to be a better person for her at 8 a.m. if I do these things, Mm-mm. you see? Would you say it's kind of like choosing the self in that moment? Yes. In a way? Yes, I would say absolutely. Um, and to kind of take that away from just like the selfish notion, it's that I have to take care of my own mental health in order to be able to present myself mm-hmm in a way that's not edgy, that's Mm -hmm. not, you know, already, like, if I wake up at 7.30 in the morning, like, unless it's a day where, like, for instance, I woke up 7.30 on Sunday morning, it was amazing, because I was outside, (laughs) and it was very cold, and my sleeping bag was very cozy, Um, and so I wasn't jumping at my alarm to get up at 4.30 in the morning, Um, but if it's a Sunday, if I sleep in until 7.30, sometimes I can be kind of edgy because I haven't taken that time for myself. Mm -hmm. As soon as I wake up, I'm on. I got to make sure that we all have breakfast. I got to make sure that, you know, I'm hanging out with my son while my wife is doing what she needs to do for herself in her own self-care regiments and so on and so forth. Um, So I don't have that time for myself to do that thing. So it's definitely that that centering the self in those moments and for me it was prior to living with them you know I was living in communities of people where in order to get like some quiet time you might almost have to like hide from Mm -hmm. people and and somebody come in looking for you you might have to pretend like you're not there just Mm -hmm. so that they would leave again 
and it was that moment of time when I was like, you know, forget about all that. Like, don't bother me in between this time and that time. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you have to tell me. Slide a note under my door and no, I'm not going to see it. Yeah. You know, because and in those moments when I first started to say I need to work on these aspects of myself, I'm not satisfied in this way or my energy isn't fulfilling me in this mm -hmm. way. I need to see that. I need to change that. And I don't care if it offends the people that are around me, because in that moment, it's myself like you're the people around me aren't going to do it for me. Right. Right. You right. know, they're not going to come and give me the, the, the personal care that I'm looking for that I need in myself. Mm -hmm. So it took me having to say, like, I have to prioritize myself mm. in this time, because especially in certain ways, nobody else is going to do that necessarily for me. Mm -hmm. And they're still going to try to drive me and still going to try to, like, mm. inspire me to want to work. I they don't, they don't have a problem with me working as hard as I can work. Yeah. It's only when I start resting or relaxing or taking personal time and you know I think that that's rooted in a lot of different things you yeah. know as far as like I said a little earlier the idea of like decolonizing our bodies mm -hmm. that in my way is like a way of decolonizing my entire lifestyle mm. like I don't have to live my lifestyle based on these parameters that are set by a society that I don't even necessarily I wouldn't have written it out to be this way if I wrote it out to be this way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it might be centered a lot more about rest. It might be centered a lot more about equality of time mm -hmm. management, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, again, just to answer your question plainly, it really started in those moments, probably my mid-20s, mm -hmm. when I stopped prioritizing somebody else's desires of what I should be doing, and I started prioritizing my own desires for what I wanted to be doing. You know, as I, you know, I'm listening to that and I'm, and I'm wondering, and this is, again, this is us just having a conversation and it's these thoughts kind of roll into my head. And I, and I wonder what role gender may or may not play into mm. to the, to sort of the perception of even being allowed to take time for oneself. Mm. And I only bring that up. And, you know, again, the, the playoff, uh, I have a, I have plenty of masculine traits and plenty of feminine traits. And certainly we all are, you know, made up of of, of this or that. Um, and there's, there's part of me, which in how I self-identify is sort of I'm prioritizing taking care of others and making sure that like everybody else is okay. And I'll be the last one like to check in with myself and that I'm okay. And it's really sort of carried me through, you know, when, when I hear you talk about sort of, you know, first of all, knowing what you want, knowing what makes you feel good. And, and I don't know if this is attributed to just me being a woman or just my personality in general, but sort of that, that kind of being delayed, you know, where, you know, what's, and I'm, and I'm, I can't speak for mothers. I'm not a mother yet, but, but in having sort of my own business and grown my business, I, I often think of my clients. I talk, you know, I don't infantilize them, but I talk about them as my children, you know, sort of this, this sort of community that I feel like I'm, the steward of and, and, and need to take care of. And even just, just before we turned on the podcast, I was talking to Mujib about a class that I ran on Saturday and, and the temperatures were really cold if you're in the Northeast. It was really cold this weekend and sort of today as well, um, unseasonably cold. And my first thought was, how can I take care of this group of 15 people? I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get coffee for everybody and I'm gonna ensure that everyone is warm and moving and and the thought of what I needed in that moment, like, wasn't even registering. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've often found that both to my credit and my own detriment, 
that mentality has gotten me to where I am today, but also when I think back, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm so lacking in this self-care department. And again, I, you know, I don't know if I attribute it to sort of the feminine archetype of caring for others, mm. but also, you know, I know I sort of even have to like relearn that I do have to take, I have to consider myself worthy and my own, you know, my own body, mind, et cetera, like worthy of that downtime, that care to be able to assert and say like, you know what, these are like this hour of the day, this is my time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've often struggled with that, with really carving out time um, and something like to this day, you know, Mm -hmm. often, no, I'm going to check the email. I'm going to answer the phone call. I'm going to get diverted from whatever it is I'm doing. And, um, you know, so this is a process for me, like learning those boundaries. And so, you know, I don't know what, what necessarily to attribute it to, but, you know, I'd be interested to hear from others, other people's opinions on this, like, you know, reach out to us, let us know, you know, it, does gender have a role in it? Maybe not. Maybe I'm just grasping for straws, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I wonder that. And, and I'm c- coming from somebody that, you know, I consider myself like a, a feminist, strong woman. Um, but I think, you know, I often have a hard time, you know, with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. This is like therapy for us too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the tears. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that, you know, for me, I got inspired a lot from my my feminine friends mm. in that this reclamation of um, personal pleasure mm, really yeah. is what it came down to, you know. And for, you know, like that definitely is a difference between genders, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if a woman is dealing with pleasure, then it's like it's sexy. Like that's what people like. Mm-hmm. When a man's dealing with pleasure, it's, sometimes it's skeezy. It's not what people like. <laughs> so it's like the idea that we have to abide by these rules mm-hmm. of what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like my friends would say things like, you know, I feel like it's expected of me that I have to show up in a certain way mm-hmm. in these certain sexual situations. And it's not even like my own personal pleasure that I'm doing this for. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to show up for this person who's with me or something. Or the first times that I had partners where I was asking them, like, is this all right with you? Do you does this feel good? I remember the first time that I had a partner, um, and you know, we're adults, so we can talk about this mm-hmm. and we're not ruled by like Puritan mentality. Yeah. So we can also talk about sex. Like it's mm-hmm. it's good. And that's okay. I think is oftentimes where the root of a lack of self-care comes in Mm -hmm. you know and it doesn't have to be like self-pleasure it could simply be like self-massage like Mm -hmm. scratch yourself on the back of the neck because it feels good to Mm -hmm. you do it don't wait for me to do it for you Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like you Mm -hmm. can do it for yourself Mm -hmm. oh that just sort of signaled like yeah you know sometimes about the the pressure and the reliance we put on you know if you're in a uh if you're in a relationship with one other person um we can we can put so many expectations and just so many things like i need all of these things from this person and that that load is is it's too much right you know for everybody um, for everybody point. for yeah. everybody and that's so difficult to navigate sorry for interjecting there but just no no that's perfect that, because that's essentially know. what i'm talking about is that you know let's say that i put all of my own personal pleasure and excitement on my partner mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. well then if they're not there for that in that moment because we all have everything else that's going on in our lives Mm -hmm. dictating where we are in whatever moment Um, if they're not there for me in that moment 
then if I'm going to take that as a negative and give back more stressful energy, then it's going to stress out the entire situation and nobody's getting cared for in that moment. Maybe if my partner's not there for me in that moment, I can see what I can do for myself. And then I can also say, and what can I do for you in this moment that will help you get to a place where you feel like you're cared for, like you're nurtured. If it's sleep in, I'll make your breakfast. You're good, right? I can hop up out of bed with a in especially like male body like i am a i'm a man like i'm a powerful sexual being like mm-hmm. that's just i've i've worked on that i've mm-hmm. cultivated that in my life so for me there's a reality of like and i was laughing about this with my wife you know like when we first linked up together versus now mm-hmm. and how in the very beginning of our relationship it was very much like i still have this mind frame this like this very misogynist mind frame that like here's this person who's here for me like she's attracted Mm -hmm. to me she's in my bed this and that Mm -hmm. it's my sexual conquest almost Mm -hmm. you know what I mean not that it was that gnarly because Mm -hmm. she would have never stood for that in the beginning anyway um but at the same time that's like the 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 lens that I'm looking through as an American male Mm -hmm. you know what I mean um to now where it's like you know, because she was talking, she was talking to me about how hard it was for her to sleep in a bed with me in the beginning. Mm. And she was like, I don't know why I couldn't, I never got good sleep when I stayed over your house or you stayed over my house. I just couldn't, I never felt like I was like able to fully rest. And I was like, well, it's probably because I was trying to spoon you all night <laughs> and I wasn't ever giving you like your space to fall asleep. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to wrap my arm around her, pull her close to my yeah. body. You know, I'm a man, just yeah. warmth. And, um, whereas now I'm like, and, and it took some point of our relationship of me being like, oh, that's not what you need Mm. let me ask you what Mm. do you need Mm. what's your ideal sleeping situation in the morning Mm. my ideal is i know what my ideal is and she's like well my ideal is to sleep Mm -hmm. oh well all right i like getting up at four o'clock in the morning no i like sleeping till seven or eight yeah oh well shit if I never asked you what you liked, what you were about, then how would I ever know how to deal with you? So, again, self-care, caring for others, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you know that you want to provide everybody else with the coffee and the workout that keeps them moving, mm. well, realize that you want that, too, for yourself. Mm. You probably want a good cup of coffee, too. You probably maybe mm-hmm. want to do a few burpees or some joint mobility, too. You this know what I mean? This is true, Majib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked... Uh, last week I don't it didn't make it on on air but it's going to now we talked a little bit about the love languages Mm -hmm, last mm -hmm. week before before we got into our joy and passion podcast it just kind of makes me think about that that um the different love languages and how you know so connected to this this to self-care um you know how we give love and express love is often how we want to receive and but you know getting to understand I know my partner and I that we speak different love languages and so often I will give and give how I want to be loved and yet I know through communication of course (laughs) that uh and just living with him that he he needs different forms of that love and and self-care than I do and just kind of part of that relationship and I kind of go a little astrological here. I'm a Sagittarius. He's a Pisces. So some people might be like, oh, that's not good. Um, but no, <laughs> I'm a fire sign. He's a water sign. So we're kind of constantly having to navigate and do this dance and, and fire and water. And, and it's good. It's a balance as long as we, we've got to communicate through that, you know? Well, you know what that really makes me think of? When we started talking about the idea of self-care, mm. 
I started thinking about that conversation that we were having around the five love languages and how that five love languages plays into how we love ourselves as well. Mm, You know, like you were telling me that you went out and got yourself a ring the other day. I did. Right. (laughs) So that's like you, you love expressing your love through gifting to people. Yeah. You also love to express your love to yourself by gifting to yourself. Yeah. Um, as far as the languages go, like sometimes we need all of them wrapped mm-hmm. up. Sometimes I need gift, but sometimes I just need physical affection. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? And if I'm not taking the time to, to ask myself what I need in those moments and provide myself with what I need, then I might not be fulfilling myself in the same exact way as I would if I was doing those things, just like a relationship with another person. If I'm not communicating with them and doing what I need to fulfill the obligations that we have put up in in between each other you Mm -hmm. know like I need you to show up for me in this way or that Mm -hmm. um then just like that for myself I'm gonna eventually begin to deteriorate you know yeah um and I think about what you just said as far as like the Pisces and the Sagittarius well if you think about your sun and your moon signs Mm -hmm. you know like I'm an Aquarius sun but I'm a Virgo moon Mm -hmm. so for me there are going to be different ways that I have to express my love and my affection and my self-care to myself like on some ways it's just like very earth-based like I'm up here in the sky and I'm pulling things right down to the ground and I'm making what I want to have happen, boom, boom, Mm -hmm. boom. But then sometimes I have to go into that moon where I'm going to be a little bit softer, a little bit more, you know, focused on like making sure that all my decks are in a row and everything like that. Or maybe I'm color coordinating my shit or something Mm -hmm. like that, Mm -hmm. right? But then I'm like a Leo rising. So sometimes I have to present as Mm -hmm. that Leo rising. I have to present that, that like lion side of myself. And it's... It's only through knowledge of self where I can know where those three things, and those are just three of my my signs, you know, Mm -hmm. I have signs in every planet. So the more that I can know myself in those situations, the more that I can know where, what part of my personality is asking for what specific thing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, for for again, so if I go back to taking the time to like rub my own feet, well, if, if, if I'm taking the time to rub my own feet to appease like my Aquarian side that says like, pleasure yourself no mm-hmm. matter what, rub your feet mm-hmm. if, you're, if they're sore. Um, but I'm gonna be late to a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. For the sake of it, well then that Virgo side of me is like, no, we gotta go, this is, I gotta make the schedule, I gotta right. do the thing, you know what I mean? So am I actually giving myself the care that I need? Now that's just kind of food for thought, like mm-hmm. at what times mm-hmm. do I need what types of self-care and at what times are the certain types of self-care that I'm using not actually gonna work because they're combating something else that I actually need. Like for instance, I personally think that being driven can be a great thing. Mm-hmm if it's done in the moderation at the time that it's supposed to be done at whatever time that you're the most productive be productive Mm -hmm. but don't try to be productive Mm. to the detriment of yourself at those times when you know you're not the most productive that's the time when you need to sit down and meditate or watch Mm. the sunset you know Mm -hmm. like you're i know through just looking at your social media like you value sunsets right Yeah. yeah when that sun is setting and you're on your balcony, like I doubt you're still thinking like I got to do the thing and the blah, 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 because the sun's only going to set for 15 seconds. Now Mm -hmm. I can take 15 seconds and sit back. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that's really, if I think about the impetus of where it started, it started with that, Mm. you know, it started with sitting in the forest and thinking about the thing that I had to do next and being like, okay, it's time to get up and leave. And then stopping myself and saying, 
take another 60 seconds. Mm. Just count to 60. You'll never, and that's my advice to everybody. <laughs> just count to 60. Yeah. Like, it's one minute. Yeah. You won't, it won't fuck your shit up. Like, yeah. It depends, right? If, if you got a surgery to be at, you know, you got to do a surgery or be at a surgery. Yeah. yeah, sure. One minute might screw you up. Yeah. But if it's the difference between you sitting in traffic or you taking a minute before you get in your car, mm. take the minute and, get mm. in your, and, and take it before you get in your car. Like, it's valuable and you might never get it again. And, mm. it, and you're definitely not going to get that minute again. Mm-hmm. That minute's gone. Mm. You could have spent it stressing. You could have ran to get into your car and then realize you left something back anyway so now I gotta run back to get the thing and then I fucking I'm late again anyway mm-hmm. so fuck all that like <laughs> there's no reason but again that's this is also what we were talking about earlier it's the difference in it, it it's it, it's a cultural difference too yeah. Yeah. you know like and it goes back not even just American culture but it's an ancestral difference mm-hmm. like I come from people who take multiple tea breaks a day Mm -hmm. and take naps whenever they want to Mm -hmm. and are still highly productive and Mm -hmm. have built massive societies based on being like this. Um, So I'm good at it. Yeah. I'm all right. I can soak my feet. You know, that's why I want to build spas and and holistic (laughs) wellness centers that have, you know, where in our office we have a sauna and we have our meetings in the sauna and things like that because it it weaves the self-care into what it is that mm. we're doing mm-hmm. because that for me that's what it has to be we if, if especially if you have a hard time caring for yourself mm-hmm. or if you're the type of person that doesn't have the resources to care for yourself like if you can't go get a massage if you can't take that vacation that you need to then it's all about weaving it into your life mm. little by little if i can't take a vacation for a month a year every year take a 20 minute walk every day Mm-hmm. And it will equal to a month. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Mm. You know? I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think that this pandemic has been such a reckoning for people. And, you know, and particularly in the United States, particularly this to, to disrupt sort of this Protestant work ethic, you know, colonizer mentality. And it's been so necessary mm-hmm. for people to slow down and think of all the revelations that people are having like oh okay I can I don't have to work myself to the bone in this cube you know or you know fill in the blank whatever your day looked like six months ago and how your day looks today you know are you better off are you worse off but you know spiritually physically mentally you know certainly you know we've at great cost socially you know that it has been very challenging but what maybe have we gained? You know, what insight have we gained about ourselves? Um, and sort of the slowing down, if you will, or a return to nature, or you know, maybe whatever folks are experiencing right now, and and um, and also recognizing and honoring the fact that you know everyone's experience right now is incredibly different, like the highs and the lows, and um, and you know, but I certainly I know that I've as difficult as a lot of the last six months have been, I'm also really looking to, okay, like, what am I learning, gaining, what kind of insights, you know, what are, you know, how am I growing as a human being, as a spiritual being, and, 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 and things like that, and, and how am I looking at self-care differently, and, you know, and I think, my God, I probably couldn't have this conversation with you even five years ago, mm. you know, mm. or ten years ago, forget it, well, but, you know, um, and I think about, um, you know, my manic 20s. (laughs) But, you know, when I think about just, again, having this, what a gift it is to really to know yourself. Um, 
and yeah, I don't, you know, I think about that. I want to, I want to turn the conversation a little bit to the, the wellness space and to the fitness Mm -hmm. space, the fitness industry, the wellness industry, because it is such a machine and like anything it's, you know, commodifies, you know, behavior and it, it is, you know, selling you something and experience. And, you know, one of the things that, that I have a hard time with, um, is this notion that, you know, if, if, you know, if you go to the gym this many times a week or you do this or you drink this juice and you blah, 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 it's the path to enlightenment and it's the self-care like equation and your depression's going to be gone and you're suddenly going to be so powerful and wonderful. And it's just sort of selling you this sort of false sense of security. And, and you know, going back to sort of the authenticity podcast, you know, it, it's always been important for me to sort of like you know, walk the walk and sort of talk the talk. And, and, you know, for me, yes, I mean, exercise is completely powerful. It's going to open doors for you. It's going to, you know, it's a coping mechanism. It is a, it's a tool in your toolbox, but it's not the solution. It's not the answer. It's, you know, um, but it may lead you to incredible self-discovery of your own power of like things that we continue to preach and talk about. And so I'd love to just dive in a little bit of that because I really think, again, we need to be weary of folks that are sort of selling this notion that, you know, if this many down dogs is going to like cure everything for Mm. you. And that's, you know, that again, is I just worry about those, you know, people just thinking, Oh, if I only do this, this, and this, and then I should be a totally normal, happy person. Mm No, man, like, so, you know, I worry about that, but just sort of, like, keeping it real, so to speak, you Mm -hmm. know, like, but absolutely, you know, find, find what feeds your soul and what opens your mind, for sure, but know that it's just, it's one of many things that we need to keep doing. Right, right. I think it's, it, for me, it goes back into that idea of, like, well, I guess I'll say it like this. So, with the practices that I, I use myself and the practices that I teach, they are so much about understanding the self that much more, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, how can you understand how to direct your strength? How can you understand how your body feels today? You know, can we do some joint mobility and know, know a little bit more about my shoulders, mm-hmm. a little bit more about my hips, a little more about my knees, so on and so forth? Um, can I push myself in this session and learn a little bit more about, like, what I can do? What Can I understand my comfort levels a little bit mm. more? Can I understand where my limit might be a little more? Mm-hmm. It all comes back to knowledge of self, yeah. you know? And, and when I think about pushing through in a hard class, like an aerobic style class, again, it, it, it there's one mind that it's the disconnect. You know, mm-hmm. it's me kind of going away from myself. I'm getting lost in the music and I'm just moving. Mm-hmm. But then there's the performance aspect of it. That's like, I'm, I'm going there, yes, I'm in the zone, yes, but I'm also highly aware and heightenedly aware of what it is that I'm doing mm-hmm. here. I can feel the beat in my bones. I can mm-hmm. feel the, the way that I'm moving with the music. I can feel that, that flow that I've gotten into. I'm not disconnected from it. I'm in it. I'm in it, in the moment, mm-hmm. right there. And knowledge of that moment leads to knowledge of self again. So. Mm-hmm through exercise practices, through anything from weightlifting to yoga to, to singing to cycling, like 
again, if it can be approached in a way that is meant to give us more information about ourselves mm -hmm. or to build ourselves up mm. and not to tear ourselves down mm -hmm. or, or deprecate ourselves with like, you know, I have to, to beat myself into the ground in order to mm -hmm. like feel like I've done something today. Um, of course, if that's, mm -hmm. if that's your, if that's your medicine, then that's your medicine for now. If that's where you're at in your journey about fitness, then that's your journey right now. Um, but understanding that a lot of the performance enhancement within weightlifting, and I don't mean like, you know, taking drugs or anything like that. I mean, just going from being able to do one thing to the next day, being able to do something a little bit more. Mm -hmm. A lot of that comes with that time that's taken to ask myself, what's, what do I need right now? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And how do I know myself a little bit better? How do I know how to push myself a little better? How do I know where my foot is in the right position mm -hmm. so that I can make that next movement? You know what I mean mm -hmm. by that? Yeah. So, you know, I'm listening to you and what I'm thinking of as you're saying all that is almost, there's, there's sort of, like everything, there's two sides of the coin or the yin and yang as it would be of, of self-care. So I feel like there's there's the kind of self-care that's going to bring about this self-awareness and a further understanding of self. And then there's the self-care that's like a total disconnection mm. that allows you to actually just completely check out. Mm. So one is very like checked in self-care and then checked out self-care. And, and I would say that I'm just, I'm just coming up with this now, people. <laughs> um, because there's definitely days where I'm really craving the checkout self-care. You know, and I was thinking of when you were, how you were describing like an experience on the bike. And, and the reason I thought of this was because people have self-reported two very different experiences on the bike. Mm. And, it, and it's almost like very spiritual. So some folks will sort of self-report like, I just want to get lost. Right. So there's sort of this, they're like floating wherever they're floating. And that's, and you know, maybe it's revelatory for them. And then there's other folks that, that experience sort of this heightened awareness and activity where they may say, I came up with the idea for my next business, mm -hmm. or I, you know, wrote a book chapter when I was in that class. And it's so interesting to me. Um, so I don't, I, you know, I'm just thinking about this right now that, the, yeah, there are these moments where sometimes self-care can be very stimulating in terms of like, okay, now it's flowing. Like now I'm ready to just like hit the ground running. And then sometimes I'm just like, give me the pint of Ben and Jerry's and give me the Kardashian whatever and I and and to me you know judge me what actually I haven't watched that shit in years but um <laughs> I actually I can't I can't but I do I watch the Sopranos like I have my list of shows um and sometimes I just kind of I need that I need sort of maybe some of the mind-numbing yeah. activities yeah. and like is that okay like is that so like if it's mind-numbing if it's checkout like is that still self-care if that's what you need. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you're, if. It's if, Mujib approved. That's okay. How I that's how I feel yeah. about it. Because no, I, I love know that, that my like self-care practices, I could tell them to people on the mic and a lot of people would be like, ah, that doesn't sound like self-care. <laughs> but that's, we're not the same person. Right, right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like, so my, and our checkouts might look different. 
Like, so the totally. way that you check right. out might look completely different <laughs> right. from the way that I check out. And the way that I check out might be totally stressful to you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And so that's that, I think, it comes, again, with knowledge of self. Like, yeah, you know that yeah. flavor that you like. You know that yeah. show that you like. I know that flavor that I like. Yeah. I know that show that I like. I know where to get what I want, and I know how to provide myself with it. You know what I mean? And again, that comes from knowledge of self. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we need, so what this podcast doesn't have, like, we don't have a Twitter feed. We don't have any kind of social media connection, because I feel like what we need to throw out there is sort of like Mujib's top 10 and Sarah's top 10 mm, self-care mm, rituals or mm. go-tos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. We're going to figure out how to get that to you guys <laughs> via some kind of social media. I also sound very old. Like, we're going to figure out the internet and get you the information. <laughs> But I, I do I do love that. It is it is self-care is just it's so personal. Yeah. Um and it is so intimate and revealing mm-hmm. and um yeah, and I and I think about the times too when just like anything, you do too much of something, there's sort of can be a pathological or an abusive mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. or an overdose side, if you will, you know. So I think of, you know, and I've come across that too in, in this particular industry where someone may start to pick up an exercise class they might start coming to spin and they come once or twice or three times a week and and it feels good there's a you know endorphins and dopamine and it's like it's 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 a hit man like it and and it it becomes addictive and then i see those people every day and then i see those people twice a day Hmm. and at what point can maybe what begins as self-care can actually turn into something that's where you have to be like, no, dude, you actually need to pull back a little bit because this is, this is not healthy. I think, I think there's that aspect to it too. So, you know. Makes me think again about the love languages. Yeah. Right? So yeah. like if one of your self-care aspects is checking out and, and eating ice cream or one of my self-care aspects is checking out and eating ice cream, mm. then that can't be all of my self-care aspects. Right. You know, right. the only if, if that's the only way that I know how to get to that headspace that is me calming down, mm. then maybe eventually that's going to be detrimental for me because mm-hmm. if if the only way for me to find self-care is to check out, mm. then if I'm checked out all the time, how am I ever going to come back in or when I do check back in, does that mean that I am not caring for myself now? I'm I'm giving up my own personal well-being to check Mm -hmm. back into this world that I'm dealing with so Mm -hmm. again um it comes with that mentality like for a person I remember a story you told me once about a person who was just coming every every day every day Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like well on this day you need to go swimming then Mm -hmm. oh you know I never thought about that Mm -hmm. yeah you know you can really give yourself the same endorphin rush the same dopamine dump as you're getting here if you go rock climbing Mm -hmm. too or Mm -hmm. if you go spend some time running around a field with your kids or you know it's like and for me in 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 the past I've had people that I've worked with who that's like a a, a, a you know revelation for them mm. they're like whoa wait a second you mean I don't only have to come to kettlebells to get my fitness and I'm <laughs> like no you can take advantage of the fact that you've made yourself so fit and go and hike a mountain mm-hmm. or go for a walk with your friends or mm-hmm. go and ride your bicycle or any number of things that you can do to express this this one aspect of your fitness and your ability mm-hmm. and it's leaps and bounds people are like oh my god like I went on this hike for this mountain that I haven't been at in forever and I got to watch the sunset and it was amazing and mm-hmm. x y and z so um so that's what I think about when I think about those aspects is that, you know, we, we, 
we find a scratch for that itch, mm -hmm. but then we want to scratch that itch so hard. Like I got stung by a bee over the weekend, right? And so when when the 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 my arm starts to itch like I want to scratch my mm -hmm. arm and as I start scratching oh it feels better <laughs> scratch it over here that sort of idea um there's a certain amount of scratching that's bad right right when yeah. I'm when I'm noticing that the bee sting is now not just a dot where the stinger is but now it's like a little scab or something mm -hmm. and I still mm -hmm. want to scratch that I got to talk to myself about maybe a, here's a perfect example mm. I want to scratch my arm my wife gives me a salve she says, instead of scratching your arm, why don't you just rub this, massage this oil into your skin? Mm -hmm. Ooh, well, it's giving me the same response that I wanted mm -hmm. when I wanted to scratch it. Here's a whole different thing that mm -hmm. I'm going to do, but it's going to give me, it's going to feed the same need that I have. Yeah. You know, so I think that, I think about a lot about that. It, and that's when I come back into the mind frame of like holistic wellness. Mm -hmm. It is that. It is, it is knowing when the time is is right for the biggest, heaviest lift or the hardest, craziest ride, but it's also taking the time to know when the time is the day off or the rest day or the, the delicious meal that you need mm. to revitalize yourself, not just the cliff bar and the gel to get to class and then <laughs> right. the quick little bagel after I'm done, but yeah. like then tonight, make sure that you make yourself that delicious lamb chop with the, with the spearmint pesto, mm. you know, and put it on those delicious fingerling potatoes. Come on, Mujiu, I'm getting hungry over here. Delicious little wine for yourself, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But that's, that's me. Yeah. We're, we're going to have muscles, mm -hmm. you know? You had a long day, I had a long day. We're going to have muscles tonight with mm. Brussels sprouts and broccoli from the garden. Mm -hmm. And we're going to drink it with a delicious, you know, organic hard ginger beer, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and I'm going to take the time to do that. And sure, it's going to take me an extra hour to prepare that. But in sitting down and eating that, it's worth it. It's mm. giving me what I need in that moment. It makes me feel satiated. It makes me feel warm. It makes me feel at home. Me and my wife joke about it all the time, especially right now. How many people haven't turned their heat on yet? because of this, like, I don't want to let go of summer. So now you're, you know, walking around your house and you're cold as shit <laughs> and you're getting out of the shower and you're shivering, trying not to get sick. Fuck all that. Turn your heat up I 75. Turn, you oh know yeah. what I mean? I turn my heat on. Be comfortable. <laughs> be warm. Be good to yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. go out of the way to, to, to do that for yourself, especially if you're the mentality of person that will go hard as you can for as long as you can. Mm. Well, then when, you, when it comes time to take that rest, really take that rest, you mm. know? But for me, I try to say it like this, like, we don't want to save rest and recovery for the times that we absolutely need it. Because Take it from me, folks. <laughs> right, right. Because if the only time that I stop is when I'm sick or when I'm yeah. hurt, then I don't even get to enjoy those times that I've stopped. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, and too, and speaking from experience, you can look back and, you know, just kind of you know to not take that 60 seconds just to kind of circle back from mm -hmm. here take that 60 seconds you can go I mean you know what what was it all was it worth it mm -hmm. was it really worth it mm -hmm. you know to to you know and 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 realizing that now as 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 I'm in my late 30s now and I know plenty of our listeners are you know probably in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, right? And you're going, oh, young thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I, when I, I often will stop myself and think, you know, put an, you know, I don't want to be 60 years old and have regret and mm. say, wow, I did not take the time to slow down. Was it worth it? Mm. You know, what extra thing did I accomplish or what did I think was going to happen? And, you know, and I'm very mindful of that right now, to say, you know, okay, set the boundaries, 
set parameters, really continue to kind of to get to know myself and what I need, recognize that it's going to be different from people in my family, my partner, my friends, and that that's okay. And so, you know, what I'm going to walk away from today's conversation with is, you know, really, I'm going to write in my journal tonight, you know, kind of, I'm going to write a list, you know, mm. what, what do I want? What makes me feel good? Um, when are times or am I, what, what, what times am I most calm? Um, you know, what is, what is the scenario? So, you know, I would, I would challenge everybody. I'd throw it out to do that homework for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of make that list for yourself right. and, and, you know, then take a look at your week and do you have opportunity daily opportunities for you to do one of those things on your list? Yeah. It doesn't even have to be the same thing every day. Right. Like you said, I love, I'm very, very lucky. I have deliberately moved into an apartment where I have a beautiful view of Lake Champlain. And that is, I wake up to her, I go to sleep to her. And that to me, I've, I've often said to my boyfriend and you know, the last six months we haven't been able to, to travel. Travel is formally important to us. And the thing that's been my self care is, I'm like, I have this view and I can drink my coffee and I can in the morning and I drink my tea at night. Um, and have that view and that just even spending that time looking out and is restorative, mm -hmm. you know? So tonight, make that list. Yeah. And if you can do something from that list on a daily basis, even if it's 60 seconds out of your day, yeah. take that time for yourself. Yeah. And no holds barred either. Yeah. Like don't, don't, don't censor yourself when mm -hmm. you're trying to decide what this thing is yeah. because it's gonna be different for everybody. Yeah. And like you you made a great point to say, like it's not based on it's gonna be different from your families, it's gonna be different from your partners, it's gonna be different from even what it would have been for you previously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and and what I would say is on that list of things, even put a little bit of a reach on that list. Mm -hmm. Like what is something that I would do if there were no holds barred? Yeah. Like if, if, if I had access to every single moment was my moment, what would I do? It, one thing on that list that's like the golden ticket, like the mm -hmm. ball hollow thing. Yeah. Put it on there. You know, it's worth it. I love that. Yeah. All right, cool. So Mujib and I are going to make our list <laughs> and then you have to tune in next week to see what those lists are or we'll get it out on the internet somehow. Nice, <laughs> nice. I like that. Oh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are just so truly blessed and having so much fun having these conversations and knowing that you're out there listening. So please reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Tell, tell us how you uh, take care of yourselves. We do want to know. And uh, that's a wrap. My name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And take care, team. <laughs>